0: Good morning, friends. Good morning. Very good to be with all of you today. It's uh, well, this is a fun morning because we're going to be talking about some Mozambique stuff. Uh, Andre will be sharing. Uh, he and Matt Littles and Tony were all scheduled to go to Mozambique on our behalf this last month. Tony got COVID at the last minute, didn't make the trip, so that was a huge bummer. Uh, Matt and Andre had an amazing trip. Uh, this morning, Matt woke up sick, hopefully not COVID. So, uh, so today it's Andre. So um, we will be looking forward to what he's sharing and uh, the excellent stuff. So, um, uh, you know, my my trip, you guys got to hear about the trip I took back in May. Uh, I was almost entirely with the pastor. So almost no one except for the clergified folks out there. Uh, for this trip, they got to travel a lot more, be with the kids, visit uh, the different Melanie centers, different churches. So really exciting, collected some good stories along the way, and you'll get to hear some of those and see some video and such this morning. So uh, let, me, let me pray for us, and I'm going to frame up our time together with some words from the Gospels. Uh, Father God, we are so grateful for who you are and for what you do. And Lord, just to be able to stop together and reflect on your grace. On the way that you love us, the way, God, that you seek us out. That you are indeed the God who has come after us. And we just rejoice in that. We're so grateful for your love, so grateful for your mercy. We're so grateful for the cross. And that you would let nothing stand uh, between us and you and the love that you have for us. So God, meet us this morning as we worship in song and in prayer and communion in storytelling and scripture. We pray, God, that in all this you would be glorified and that your people would be drawn closer to you. I pray that for each of us this morning, no matter where, where we are in our walk with you, those of us here in this room, those of us online, we give you thanks in Christ's name. Amen. So I, uh, I want to frame up... The stories you're going to hear this morning with one of Jesus' shorter parables. Uh, it's, it's an interesting one. It's, it's one of those stories Jesus tells that doesn't really ask much of us per se. It's more a description of of how things are, of how the world is, and in particular, how God's kingdom operates. So that that language, God's kingdom, just a little refresher here. Uh, you find that throughout the Gospels. Our shorthand of that is the kingdom of God is that place where the world operates the way that it should. Right When God created the world, when he declared it to be good, when God was sovereign over all in its entirety, there was nothing but good. But as sin enters the picture, as as we in our choices in this fallen world, as we make it worse and worse, God is committed to rescuing us and is... He breaks into human history. The language the Bible uses for that is that his kingdom has come. The king has returned, and finally the world is beginning to operate the way that it should. And we see that in the ministry of Jesus as things that are wrong get reversed. right? As those who are afflicted with disease are healed. As those who are tormented by the demonic are set free. As those who are dead in their sins are forgiven. These are all signs and symbols of what it looks like when the world begins to operate the way that it should. The kingdom comes. And actually, most of Jesus' parables talk about this. They talk about the kingdom. And and this one that we're going to read together, this is from Matthew 13. Listen to how Jesus describes the kingdom in this parable. Matthew 13, starting in verse 31, it says, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. So two stories. And they're told back to back, because they say much the same thing. Uh, First, you've got the mustard seed. Jesus says, this is what God's kingdom is like. It's like a mustard seed. They're tiny. I should have brought one. You probably have one at home, right? If you go into your refrigerator, and you have any mustard that isn't the already, like, super yellow, put it on your hot dog mustard, but the stuff with, like, the grains in it, you know? It's that small. They're tiny. They get stuck between your teeth and whatnot. Mustard seed. And Jesus points out this smallest of seeds grows into something quite impressive. You put it in the ground, and it starts small, and it just keeps going, and it keeps going, and it keeps going. And before you know it, you have birds sitting on this thing that has emerged from a seed that's so small it gets stuck in your teeth. That's what the kingdom of God is like, Jesus says. And then he backs it up with another story. Says, OK, kingdom of God, it's like, it's like yeast. You put a little bit, even in a big old thing of flour, and it has its way of working its way through. right? So 60 pounds of flour, that's, it's two bushels. This would have been enough to make uh, well over 100 loaves of bread. This is a big old thing of flour that Jesus is describing here. And and the, the yeast, the starter that he's describing, would be about yay big. And this is enough to yeastify two great big baskets of flour. Anybody do the, uh, the sourdough thing during, uh, during COVID? Right? It was very popular for a minute. Yes? God bless you. I ate some of your sourdough. It was phenomenal. Um, so you have the starter, right? You've got the sourdough starter that you you kind of keep putting a little bit into the next batch of bread, the next batch of bread. So this is not unlike the way that they would do it in the time of Jesus. You had this yeast, and yeah, you you mix it in, but a little tiny bit has this, this way of working all the way through. And you don't have just some parts of your bread rising, the whole thing. The yeast makes it through it all. And Jesus says, okay, this is what the kingdom is like. You plant a seed, and you stand back, and you watch it grow, and before you know it, something kind of huge and glorious is there. You take a little bit of yeast, and you put it in the flour, and before long, you have this really glorious thing called bread. This is what the kingdom is like. Now, sometimes, sometimes in church land, we like to say things like, we need to grow the kingdom, or we need to... Uh, What's some other metaphors in there? Sometimes it gets all military-ish, you know, we need to like fight for the kingdom, or whatever. So, there's nothing inherently wrong with any of that language, but it's worth noting that the Bible actually never calls us to do those things. We're never told to grow the kingdom. What we're told is that the kingdom grows, that the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, that the kingdom of God is like yeast, that That something is happening. God is at work in the world all the time. Whether we're watching the growth or not, God is at work. He is doing things because God loves this world. And so he's working in the kingdom. The kingdom is is breaking in and then it breaks out in all these ways. It grows like a mustard plant. It spreads like yeast through a bunch of flowers. The kingdom is growing. The, the language that I prefer to bring to the table on this is the language of participation. The question for you and I isn't so much, what am I going to do to grow the kingdom? Now, the kingdom's already growing. The question is, do you want to be part of it? The question is, do you want to participate in the good work of God that's going on around you? Right? It's going to go on. You don't have to get in. It's going to happen. That mustard seed plant, it's gonna go. But do you wanna be part of it? I think this, this is a great question. For those of us, and apologies if this offends anybody, this is a great question. For 21st century Westerners who are relatively pampered, dare I say spoiled, and who are probably more concerned most of the time about their 401k than about the kingdom of God and whether or not it's growing. For you and I, we do so well to pause and to ask ourselves, do we want to be part of what God is doing in the world? Or or maybe try the question on this way. When all is said and done, and your life is over, and you've spent that 401k that hopefully you're thinking about, when it's all done, what do you want it all to have been for? What is the mark that you would like to leave on the world? God's kingdom is growing. The Question is, are you and I going to participate in that? Will we be part of the good work that God is doing? Mm-hmm. Jesus once put it this way. He said, said, my father is always at work. This is in John 5, if you want to look it up. He says, my Father is always at work, and I too am working. And he goes on to explain, what I do is is I watch what the Father is doing, and then I do that thing too. And as Jesus' body is his hands and feet, we are called to the same opportunity, to look and see what is it that God is doing, and how can I be a part of that? And because it's like a mustard seed, because it's like yeast, sometimes, I mean, it just kind of goes. And we we never know what we're stepping into. We never know what's going to be significant. I was sharing last week with you guys about a vow renewal that I did last weekend with a couple that we were certain was going to divorce. And it was these conversations that, I mean, I can't tell you how many I've, I've had like this over the years, but you never know. I mean, sometimes a marriage is saved, and that marriage goes on to save dozens and dozens of other marriages as this marriage ministry emerges out of it. You just don't know. The first Christians certainly didn't know. They were trying to be faithful and following Jesus, and they carried with them these words about the kingdom of God, but they don't know what's going to happen yet. They can't look back through history the way we can and see that. But this, this small persecuted band of people in this sort of backwater religion that everybody thought was absolutely ridiculous, well, it just grew. It just kept going and spreading throughout the Greco-Roman world and beyond, into Africa and into Asia, uh, eventually up into Europe. I had no idea that in a century's time that there would be followers of Jesus, In virtually every known people group at that time, they had no way of knowing. But the kingdom of God is like that; it just goes. Uh, You know, uh, over the next three centuries, you know, you just to pick out a a couple of stories here. But uh, over the next three centuries, one of the features of Christianity that was completely bizarre in the ancient world was the way that they valued children. Right? This is this is so obvious to us now. We're in a culture that highly values children. Uh, But theirs was a culture that didn't. That passage where Jesus takes a child into his arms and he blesses that child, you probably have no idea how revolutionary that was at that time. Children were not highly valued. In the Greco-Roman world, it was natural. It was normal. Abortion and infanticide were the norm. And these early Christians who said, "No, we don't do that." We believe that God values every life. In three centuries' time, changed the culture to the point that the Roman laws changed and became illegal to do that. It never happened before. As you you move a little further, you go in into the Middle Ages, and uh, when the thing was, when you conquer the people, you destroy all their stuff, right? All cultural artifacts. Uh, there's a, a wonderful historian named Thomas Friedman who writes about how the monks actually saved civilization in those middle years, those middle centuries. They preserved everything they could and recopied it. Not just Christian writings, but whatever culture they found themselves in, they preserved that culture. So many of the writings and the artifacts from the ancient world that we have today that we can look on are because of the monks. And they're. They're just doing their thing. They had no idea, I'm sure, that they were prefer- preserving for centuries to come, generations not yet born, this picture of the ancient world. And through them, the kingdom just keeps doing its thing. Right, you fast forward a, a couple more years, a couple more uh, centuries here in the 18th century when slavery was the unquestioned practice in every continent on the planet, ours included, to our shame. It was Christians reaching back and following in the footsteps of those earliest Christians who did this the first time. Who said this, this does not fit with what the scriptures teach. This does not reflect the fact that every person is made in the image of God. And in a hundred years time, slavery was outlawed in almost every nation on the planet. All right? You go to the 20th century and there was a time when all of the missionaries were kicked out of China. And China was, was this mission field that European missionaries became incredibly passionate about. And they're pouring all this energy into China. And they've seen very little fruit over the course of almost 100 years. Very little had happened. And then with the new regime, all of the missionaries are kicked out. And there's tremendous fear what is going to happen to all these Chinese believers now that they don't have the support from the West. But this mustard seed. This thing that's happening there, it actually, in the absence of the missionaries, it explodes to the point where now, in China, on average, 500 new churches, all illegal, all underground, 500 new churches are started every week in China. The kingdom keeps growing. And friends, there's Mozambique, which we're talking about this morning. Mozambique the least churched country in sub-Saharan Africa, one of the poorest, one of the neediest, one with, uh, with still one of the higher rates of HIV AIDS. God is working there. And date, we have seen so many children, I don't have the number with me today, but we've seen so many children who were orphans, taken in, strengthened, put in good homes, uh, growing up, getting educated, Uh, We have seen so many pastors equipped for ministry. We've seen, at last count, 528 churches planted in Mozambique. Uh, The kingdom is growing. It's happening. God is at work because he loves the world. For you and I, the question is, how are we going to participate in what God is doing? Well, that's my framing. I want you to think about yeast, I want you to think about mustard seeds as Andre comes this morning and he shares a bit about what God is doing in Mozambique. Welcome Andre, would you?
1: It's great to be here, uh, good morning. And it's, it's great to share uh, this trip that Matt and I did to, to Mozambique and all the, the amazing things that we saw uh, that God is doing there. And have a, we have a presentation that we're gonna be sharing with you, like how that trip was. It was around 10 days uh, in Mozambique. And I go to the next one. Uh, three days is only like the, the time that we take, actually one, one day and a half to get there, one day and a half to come back. So it's around seven days uh, there in Mozambique. And as you can see, 15 bags that we carry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, with vitamins, gifts, and, and a lot of uh, things that uh, a lot of people here provided to the team there. And it was received with a lot of happiness, and it was a, a huge blessing uh, to, to the people in Mozambique. So thank you very much for, for being part of that. And four flights, five airports, and around 30 hours uh, of flight. And and it was—it was—it it feels long, but Matt and I—we were talking about that. Uh, it felt actually not that long, because as you're so excited to to get there and to uh, to spend time and see everything that all these amazing stories that we've been hearing from God and seeing that, like from the first role, seeing being there with them, and that uh, that definitely shortened and uh, the the time that it took together. Um, there are three. Three key, key points or three uh, key topics uh, that I'll be sharing, and sharing the the photos, the videos, and so on. But before that, uh, we're gonna uh, be running a video here that is like kind of like a summary of what happened there. I got a little bit emotional just <laughs> emotional just by <laughs> seeing that. It was such a such a wonderful time uh, with everyone there. Uh, so amazing, and it's so much. It feels so much that God's presence. Uh, it is, well, I'm going to be sharing the stories. And the first, the first point that I, I want to share is about this, this one body. And, and I brought here also the passage, Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Uh, and this is a passage that I always, always read, but I don't think I ever understood like in its fullness. Of course, I think we have like all this, uh, this one body here. And, but they're like seeing all the things happening in Mozambique and how we're, how we're part of it and, and how good is using us in such fantastic ways. Like this Mozambique started like more than 10 years ago and, and, and in Mozambique, like it's, it's impressive how you understand, like how, how God can only God can really connect like very different countries, languages, cultures to create like this amazing and, and large movement uh, that is happening there. And in Mozambique, all, this all made sense, right? Like, and, and as we're going, going through the photos, we can go to the next one and then you see, you start to see like those parts of this body, if you will. And it can go to the first, the first image, the next slide. Uh, you're going to see uh, uh, Alex, Melanie, our missionaries. Oh, is it That's okay. Uh, So we have like a a photo of Alex, Melanie, John, and Maria. It was one of the photos that you saw also in the video, and it's it's interesting to see there uh, like how Alex, Melanie, like how they they play this crucial role of like uh, bringing everyone everyone together and addressing the needs and representing us uh, there and connecting to the to the pastors, to the leaders, and so on. Um, And then John and Maria that you see on the on the right hand side uh connecting to the pastors uh talking in Sena. Sena is their uh, their local language but they ha- do have like another few languages uh, there and, and and connecting also to the pastors and and all of them like uh, i really like this this image like it's in all the, the church together and the four of them but also how they they run all the the melanie center we have like two orphanages uh, there the melanie center one and two that is more actually than an orphanage they have like a they have even a farm in the Melanie Center One. They have like the animals care, also Melanie Center One. one and it's a complex day to day. Just the, the short time you spend there, you see like how there's a lot of activities and a lot uh, going on and how they are helping to bring it all together along with all the teams that are working uh, there in each of the, of the Melanie Center One and Two. And now we're going also uh, to Melanie Center Three. And that is the next one that's gonna be in Songo. Then you can go to the next one so this on the right hand side you're gonna see boys boys is this wise young man efficient that he helps with uh translation playing with the band uh teaching the the bible had like a story of moses uh to the kids and he was helping with the activity so he's he's great he's everywhere and always smiling uh And that's one thing that you see also there in Mozambique, you see like all the joy, like from the moment you arrive and and you see John, uh, Maria, Alex, Melanie waiting for you in the airport, then going to the Melanie centers, going to the churches, like, and everybody really uh, smiling and that joy, like it's something that uh, you feel really blessed uh, about that. When I I was going, just opening some brackets, when I was going there, like my family in Brazil said like, oh, that's gonna be great, it's gonna help with the worship you're going to be helped to, to bless them. And then I came back and so like I, I, I think I'm the one that was blessed, to be honest. <laughs> I was really the one feeling like oh, all that, that God presence and, and be, being blessed overall. Uh, the next one, the worship team, especially for those that play in the worship, like it's awesome. It's really awesome. Like, those are two famous gr- girls of the, of the worship team. And basically, they fill every silence gap uh, with worship. So there's no there's no silence it starts like to uh, we we stop some some activity or stop the word and then Maria is there and saying like come on let's sing and then they start to sing a song and then they are like maestros uh, of this like angelical choir uh, bringing everyone together to sing to sing along with them uh, which is amazing and worship is very part of their culture so every church like you saw the in the video like the reception that we had in the church like there uh, singing, etc. While we we're going uh, through uh, through the people inside the church, and then you come to the church, there is like there is these presentations of the of the adults, and then the youth, and then the young kids. Uh, so it's a lot of worship, which is which is amazing. And then you can go to the next one. Uh, so the teachers as well, right? Like we have like teachers giving classes inside uh, Melanie Center and, and running those uh, those classes. Also the next one. You're gonna see for the youth as well. Uh, So a lot of a lot of people, right? And uh, that is that is engaged uh, in this. And there's much more that I'm not not showing here. But the local leaders, uh, the local uh, that are helping helping with the day-to-day, such as Lino, uh, the local pastors, and much more, right? Uh, And so to this point, right? Like it's really one body that you get to see like all these different functions, a lot of people like coming together and you can go to the next one. And, and of course, of course us, right? Like all of you, uh, that are supporting, like it's, and as Timo was saying, it's about being part of it, right? Like it's the more than 10 years ago raising a hand saying, here we are and And all this uh, and we're gonna have a video at at the end that John thanks for like the faithfulness of of the church uh, to this project for for more than 10 years right and and it's it's really it's really amazing like to be part of it and 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 be able to see that uh, from close from, from from like the first row as we're seeing but being part of that one body it's not something that you know, like, and there you can feel that very strong. It's not something that, oh, it's happening there in, other, in another country. No, They know that we're part of it. Uh, at the moment that we get to a church, how they thank for, for the support, how they thank for us being like the church that uh, helped to start that, helped you connect with the leaders, bring people together, uh, they see that. And, and they know we are part of this, this one body. And, and it's the first point is, Feel grateful and and and, and it's about fe- feeling honored. We should all feel uh, honored to be part of this. It's really, it's really amazing, and I really thank God and praise God uh, for that. And personally, like uh, when I when we came, Bia and I, we came here like uh, four years ago. Uh, I started in the church, and we came through the, those doors, and we we're searching for a, a church. We just came to the uh, to the U.S. And then we saw, like, the Mozambique, the kids. Remember, like, seeing the kids and say like, oh, that's the name of my father in Brazil. Like, it's the same name. <laughs> uh, seeing the, the photos. And we connected so much uh, with that. And we were so grateful. And now being able to go there and see that, like, it's really, it's really amazing. It's really amazing. The next point is, uh, there was like a saying that they used to say in Portuguese that is like this pouco a pouco, or a, translating, a literal translation would be little by little in the context of how they were celebrating like, you know, small achievements, but then when they put them all together, like they are not, they are not small at all. Uh, and they used to say like for every like situation, celebrating that, and I feel it connects a lot, so I'm gonna read this passage, like we are talking about like the mustard seed. And this is an, another, also, another passage like about mustard seed. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible uh, for you. And so we talk about like how this started like a long time ago. And then when you go there, you're gonna see like what, what's happening in Mozambique. You can go to the next slide. So we traveled to Shimoyo, that is three hours and a half uh, from Beira, uh, and we well we visited we visited Melanie center too, but also the churches. You can go to the next one, and this is a church that is just starting. It's really like if, there's no roof, there's no there's just a structure. Like it was like one of the first, and this was a Thursday. It was not like the Sunday service, but there were like people there uh, to receive, and then Alex. Uh, gave also, like, a award there, uh, and it was, it was amazing to see, like, wow, this is one that is starting, because you hear about the five, more than 500 churches, and there you can really see it, because, like, Matt and I, we spent uh, a few days, like, visiting churches, and only ourselves, like, we visited probably seven, uh, you know, uh, and, like, each church is going to have, like, a lot of people, like, more than uh, 50 people, 60 people, like, 100 people in some cases. Like, we even just opening some brackets, we were, like, in the youth program and say like, how many people are here? I said, so like, yeah, oh, I think it's around 50 yeah, or 60, and then I counted was more than 100. So, like, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't think we have, like, a good calculation with just with the eyes. But. Um, but it was, so that's one that was starting, then you can go to the next one. And this is all in Shimoyo, and that's like Pastor Daniel, uh, and then like Alex, Melanie, Matt, Josh, Joey, and, and, and Daniel, Pastor Daniel, like he's helping also to, to plant even more churches there. And this is like a land uh, that he has that he's planning to put, uh, uh, put there uh, a center for a training of the pastors and so on. And just with him, we his three churches, that was the first one. You can go to the next one. Uh, that, that's like a, a more uh, church that has been there like for quite some time and it has more structure as you can see uh, and this is a thursday but like on sunday like you should expect like a lot of people there uh and you can go to the next one and this is another church of pastor daniel then and again this is a thursday morning this is like a lot of and they were saying like yeah a lot of people are not here because it's thursday i say like wow that, that's a lot of people for us <laughs> and uh, and you can see, and they had like all the presentations that they put together specifically for that day, which was again, like how how they were feeling happy that we were there, how they were feeling honored that we, we were there. Uh, but again, we were the ones honored uh, of, of seeing all of this. And it was an amazing day. Like we also got as gifts, uh, potatoes, and I think bananas as well. We didn't get the chicken, but we got the potatoes. <laughs> so you can go to the next one and then we visited uh, Melanie Center Uh, this is like you can go to the next one Uh, this is the church in Beira Uh, and this was the Sunday service uh, that we had Uh, and again a lot of people also presentations we also were part of the worship Melanie gave like a very uh, beautiful word also like about the the light uh, the light that that we carry and how we uh, how we're showing that light to the world Uh, and then, yes, and then we have this, this is the, uh, the youth program that we have. That, that's the one that I was saying, like, it's kind of like 50, 60, and then we counted, like, 100. And Matt gave uh, all the, the word also that day and, and the training. And it was very interesting. That was, like, the youth conference summit uh, with the youth uh, in Beira uh, that we brought, like, uh, them together. And then we had some breakout sessions that they were super engaged and then they, they came back like and, and talk about like the key points uh, about and then we talk about uh, hope, uh, hopeful, being hopeful, and, and so on. Can go to the next one. This was in uh, Melanie Center 2 uh, in Chimoyo. So we have, like, as I was saying, like two orphanages, uh, the Melanin Center one, Melanin Center two, and now, now go into the uh, Melanie Center uh, three in, in songo <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was there (laughs) and then you can go to the next one so this is Melanie Center one there's like a farm there you know there's like lettuce coconut carrots and a lot of stuff that they serve like the the center but also they help to serve the community Uh, and this is what's interesting that is happening there is like a lot of the things that are happening there are not just serving the, the orphanage or the center or the churches, they are actually serving the the whole community. Even Melanie Center One, we were there on Friday. Like a lot of kids, all the community uh, coming, joining there. Also, we had like a, a meal for uh, on Sunday. Like all the community came for that uh, for that meal. I'm gonna talk about the well, uh, which is also. I think it's it can go. Yeah, so that's like the animals uh, care. Also, there's like a. Entire part of this, there the are rabbits uh, that they, they, they take care of that, like ducks, etc. That also help to serve the center and the community. And and the wells, there are some wells that are uh, just talking a little bit more about that, right? Like 70 70 percent of the country they don't have access to electricity, uh, and most of the country they don't have access to clean water. And, and so this is like, for, for them to get water, in most of the cases, they need to uh, walk 15 miles, one way to get the water, and then 15 miles back. Uh, so that's like, a, that's very unique. And that and those wells, uh, when there's like a well, like it's, it's, it is a big deal, it is huge, because that's serving uh, the community. It helps the entire community. And, and in Songo, they just, with like a well there as well uh, for the new, the new center that they will have. And is it, there's like a lot of celebration, right? Like, because again, it is, it is such, such a big deal. And you can go to the next one. Oh, that's okay. And yeah, I think it's, if it's a video, we can, we can probably skip, I think this one, that's fine. Ah, uh, yep, and one more. Yep, that's a video. Yeah, so that's, that's how, how it is. And then they take like, the buckets and basically just carry, carry home. And as we're going through all of this, like, so going back to this, like, what's the, the main point uh, of the, here is, is the little by little, right? Like, so when we think about like everything that is happening, and all these uh, think about numbers, there. Well, yeah, of course, like they are, they are huge. Uh, and then it came, it came to to my mind uh, the mustard seed, right? Like it's like a mustard seed, which is the smallest uh, of all seeds on earth. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants. With such such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. And and I think the the. The amazing thing, right, like in that, I joined four years ago, right, like, and and of course uh, hearing about it, but I was not here 10 years ago uh, when it first started uh, with this small group. And also Alex was uh, was sharing the stories uh, with her. Now looking at 10 years later and seeing like two orphanages have more than 50 kids in those orphanages, more than 300 kids were integrated already back into the community more than 500 churches uh, the wells that serve the community the, mo- the meals that serve an entire community the- there's also the few- food that I'm going to talk about that the food distributed to the families in the communities and that uh, they visit them they, they go pray and-, and build that relationship it's it's like a when that seed was planted it was a mustard seed right and and it's it's so amazing it's so amazing to see that, and which got me to like another point, right? Like we're not we're not in control of the outcomes, right? And sometimes I think like oh, I'm gonna control, I'm gonna get here, there, and so on. And thank God we're not in control of the outcomes, right? Because uh, only God can really take those small seeds, those mustard seeds, and do everything uh, that you're seeing here, turn into something that uh we can we could never probably dream or expect, right, and God's always surprising us with so amazing things like that again is so good to see that uh, happening there and and then like as, as as it is written, you know, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few, right so that our prayer today can be, let us be a worker, let let us be part of it and see the great things. You want us to see and and be part of it for your glory, um, and then like if, as you think about like those those branches and the birds and the nest, uh, think about that by looking at those images. Right, look at like how many people, the kids. Uh, here here was like the kids uh, during the, the Sunday service and all the people like serving with the, the, being served with the meals. Go to the next one and all the people that are being part of that, uh, the pastors, the leaders, and, and so on, they can go to the next one. And the kids, right? Like, it's so amazing also to see the kids, to see the smile on their faces, You see the joy. Uh, it's so amazing to see that. And the last point is about Moz- Mozambique is full of God's glory, right? Like So when you see Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 6.3, talks about, like, holy 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 is the lord and then it goes into the whole earth is full of his glory right it's the whole earth it's not part of it it's not just first world countries or only or emerging countries only is the whole earth and mozambique is definitely part of that and it's important to acknowledge as as tim was saying like it's a, it's a poor country right like it struggles with the economy is the third um, Poorest country uh, in the world, right? Like 70 percent not having access to electricity, the hard access uh, to clean water, and, and so on. And some people might say, right? Like it's like a place that is, uh, is, not has been forgotten by the world, right? Like the world is letting them there, and uh, and that's why also like one of the reasons it's so hard to get there, right? Like you don't have flights, you don't have because it's like it's there, right? Like, but not by God, right? God has not forsaken uh, Mozambique. In fact, it's the opposite. You can go there and feel so much God's presence that it's 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 really like it's it's amazing. And and then we can go to the can go to the next one. Also on this point three, and then like you can see that like of course like in the joy of the kids. Uh, I really like this this image at the center. And all the kids, a lot of photos. We have a lot of photos. We're going to put them like on the, we're developing a new website for life for Mose. So you're going to have a lot of that, a lot of great content. And you can go to the next one. So this was, there is an interesting thing as well. Like as you're connecting with the kids, playing with them, uh, we had like the Moses story. And then you're having the activities and you're looking at them and saying like, wow. and. It comes like a, you know, a feeling of like, wow, like this kid is here. Like some of them, like before g- coming to the center, they're like kids with 11, 12 years old that they were, they were like the leaders of the family. They were taking care of of the brothers and sisters, and I feel like, wow, that's so, it's so hard, right? Like it's, as as you think about that. But then that feeling is like quickly replaced by another feeling of like how wonderful it is that they are here, that they have this place. They have like people loving them, taking care of them, uh, serving them meals three times a day, giving them classes, and, and doing all of this. And then we went to visit the dorms and it's all like, wow, look at these beds. And then look at this the stuffed animals. And that, that that touched me because I remember of, of Sophia, my my daughter, seven year old. And I know how she's crazy about the pinky doggy that she sleeps with every day. And then I was I was looking at that and, and thinking, those kids they have their stuff at animals, you know. They have like the those like whatever raccoons, whatever that is, but like <laughs> porcupine that they are hugging every night and they have like a such a nice bed. To sleep, and they wake up, and they will be loved again. Another day for a lot of people, and again, so so amazing, and uh, and it's really praising the Lord that like in the middle in the midst of all this poverty, right? Like and everything that that could happen, the the the, sick, the, the we talk about the HIV also as an issue, and and we just uh, just uh, just heard today from Alex that uh, we lost. Uh, my uh, mother joanna uh, also she was like uh, sick with hiv so uh we're gonna be praying for for her as well and but in the midst of all that god is giving like all these kids and a lot of people like a place to call home and helping so much in the community that's such a blessing and and then we also visited the families. so we went around like the melanie center one this was in Beira. And then there was the visit to families to uh, connect with the, uh, the people, like pray, and and also have the relationship. And 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 there was like a, oh, so you can, if you can come back just one, the one on the left. This lady, like we came and and we brought like um, the the package uh, of food, and also we we talked to her, we 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 prayed with her, and then she stood up and started to dance, which was so so amazing. And then she was saying like. I never knew God was gonna visit me today. And there is like, there's a saying that they say, like there's a God behind the clouds in Portuguese that I don't know like how that, I don't think that translates well like in English, but saying like, I know there is a God and, and God is visiting me today. And and again, thank thanks for all of you like for the support because God is visiting those people, you know, like with, with all, everyone that you're seeing being part of that, uh, they are seeing God. And then we saw like, you can go to the next one. And this was like the youth program uh, that I was talking about, also that Pat ran it. And then you can go to the next one. And this was the worship. I don't know if we have the song, but that's, that's okay. You think you yeah, can keep going. And... Oh! So that's in Portuguese, obviously, as you can see, uh, or as you can hear. Uh, but it talks uh, about like uh, how the the tomorrow will come, and and my faith uh, will be will be with me and will be rewarded uh, because my God never fails, and my God never fails, and and then they they were saying. Uh, that God will provide and God will provide. I don't live, I don't live by the sides. I live because uh, f- from my faith, and God will provide and God will provide. And yeah, and then, then it he goes. And this was a song that like very very famous, so it's good like to connect with the uh, the young folks. Like also like, what are the songs that you really hear here? And then we adapted the set list a little bit, so it's good. And yeah. And it's wonderful to see like how they are singing like and how they really live that God will provide, and it was something that I was talking to Alex was interesting like how they they live for that day, uh, you know like and for a 1K right? I like, think about like five years from now, ten years from now, like and having all these worries about like what's gonna happen, uh, and they are like concerned about that day and really concerned about like. Uh, how God is there and providing uh, to them, so something very biblical about that. Uh, and now, so that's my that's my last video. And now we have a video that is a, a, a word from John and Maria. That if we have like the so subtitles, uh, <coughs> let's see. Uh, otherwise, like I can have a real-time translation. <laughs> So
2: <coughs> Oi irmãos, tudo so bem? Much...
1: Hi, Nós aqui em Moçambique Sambique
2: estamos bem.
1: We in Moçambique were well.
2: Obrigado pelas vossas orações.
1: Thanks for your prayers.
2: Obrigado pela ajuda que tem feito
1: as nossas
2: igrejas.
1: Um e agradecer a Deus por ter nos
2: dado God irmãos maravilhosos como
1: vocês nós estamos like muito
2: you. gratos very muito muito obrigado
1: thank you very obrigado
2: very much. também por enviar estes dois servos
1: for vieram e em Moçambique
2: tivemos um programa lindo, lindo, lindo and Com jovens Queremos pedir a vocês Para que possam mandar mais we irmãos Para que estejamos juntos sisters. nesta união uh, Da igreja, conviver com mães Queremos mulheres to, uh, Para vir ensinar as, to, as mães uh, Tem
1: muita coisa que nós queremos aprender com vocês there's a lot that we, we want to learn from you.
2: We thank God for all this. Thank you. Hi, brothers and sisters. obrigado. Thank you very much. There's
1: so much that is happening here in Mozambique. The churches is growing também
2: Deus está realizando, dando outras visões para estendermos mais, levando as visões do more. terceiro centro Melanie, grow the e Center, um songo. now going to Songo, the third Todo one. Tudo o que está a acontecer, irmãos, os brothers. irmãos desde o princípio. Continua a ser muito fiel a Deus e está a salvar God. muitas vidas aqui. And you're a lot of lives here. É, por favor, continue Jesus, orando.
1: Continue to pray.
2: Deus mandou esses dois servos, God Mateus e André.
1: Servants,
2: and Isto vai muita força em nossa igreja, nos irmãos da igreja. Ficaram tão felizes, tão felizes, e se comprometeram para continuar mais na evangelização,
1: abrindo abrindo novas zonas.
2: Ontem tínhamos como 300 ou 200 igrejas, mas hoje a nossa expectativa é maior. Temos now, quase mais de 500 we have igrejas, more than five, 500 em churches. zonas mais difíceis, mas em ali temos igrejas, so graças ao vosso esforço ali,
1: to your e as vossas and orações,
2: orações ali. And your Por favor, queremos que continue assim nos visitando.
1: Please continue to visit
2: us. Continue God continues to bless you. E familias, your families.
1: Um until the day that God unites
2: Amen. us. Amen. Amen. God, to a igreja. A
1: strong hug.
2: Amen.
1: All right. So I'm going to just Finish now, and so when you leave here today to go home, when you go to bed at night, go with joy and peace, knowing that you are saving lives, you are taking care of the orphans, of the widows, and of those in need. And most importantly, Mozambiques are seeing God through you and everybody being part of it and praising God's name. Thank you all for being part of it. God bless you, and I'm going to just do a prayer. Uh, okay. Thank God, and thanks for everything, uh, Lord, that we're, we've been saying. Thanks so much, Lord, for being part of it. And so, we're so grateful, so honored to be part of it and see it, everything that, uh, all the amazing things that you're doing in Mozambique. Uh, We pray for Alex, Melanie, Josh, Joey, Pastor John, Maria, and everyone in Mozambique that is doing such a beautiful work and being part of uh, the vision, Lord, that you have uh, for all of this. Thanks for being the one in control, Lord, uh, and we're here, like raising raising hands, as 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 workers, of, and, and, and feel really grateful that you are allowing us uh, to be a part of this. Also, as I pray here for for the church here, and that is supporting uh, financially with prayers, uh, with gifts, and with so much, Lord and. We are part of this, this one body. And bless each family here, each one here, and that we can continue to be this, this big one body and live all the great things, Lord, that you, you have for us. Also, I pray for uh, Joanna that she can uh, rest and, and be joyful there in your presence, God. And I, I also pray for her family, for her children, for Louis, that is part of the, uh, of, of, of the ministry, and, and for her husband, uh, Mr. Petra, uh, that is not, not converted yet. But, oh, Lord, we pray that your spirit uh, uh, comes and, and help with this, uh, this conversion, oh Lord. And we pray for everyone in Mozambique. And... Thank you very much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Andre, that was awesome. Thank you so much, brother. That was great. Well, friends, uh, as we conclude our time this morning, we're going to receive Communion. And can I tell you a little extra piece of good news about communion? Uh, if, if you are familiar with the Christian story, you know that, that this action, this is a picture of really a summary of the entire Bible. That God has come to save us, that Jesus gives us his life, that we might find life in him, that our sins would be forgiven, that we could have access to all the riches of God. But also, it's also access to this mission to this mustard seed adventure that God is doing. Listen, that is not an extra that you have to apply for on the side. If you have said yes to Jesus, all this is already available. The question is, will you and I lean in? Will we receive the opportunity that God has for us? As we come to the table this morning, we come confessing our need for what God has done. Make this your prayer. amen and friends receive this word as well if you have said yes to Jesus in your life your sins are forgiven walk into this new week knowing that the blood of Jesus is enough to cover everything that you have done nothing more is needed you are a forgiven person on the night that Jesus was betrayed he took bread blessed it, broke, and offered it to his disciples, saying, this is my body given for you. Let's receive it together. And in the same way, after supper, Jesus took the cup, blessed it, divided among his disciples, uh, saying to them, this is my blood shed for you, a new covenant uh, made in his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. And let's receive it together. And let's pray.